gentlemen welcome back to but i don't know though um i don't know though still trying to figure that out uh your boy avery mason here with the one and only phil hunt um before we get started uh, i'd like to shout out everybody who's listening and subscribe so far y'all are some dope people appreciate the support you can find us on spotify itunes anchor uh pocket cast rocket cast and now i've just been notified the breaker fm app whatever that is uh have never heard of breaker but thank you for having us New platforms every day, so get on board, subscribe now while it's free, because once we start making money, y'all going to have to pay for this. I'm not giving this away for free. Right, Phil? Hey, man, some of the best things in life are free, or so they say, you know. We all got rent to pay for. One of, actually, one of my favorite jokes in comedy, because you think about it, right, and you're like, what is free? Right? You think about that saying, yeah. the best things in life are free. What is free? Air is free. That's the only thing. Air is free. Air One is free. of my favorite jokes of all time is Earthquake. I, I, I don't know if y'all know the comedian Earthquake. I'm not talking about nothing that's on the Richter scale. <laughs> LOL. That's for people that uh, paid attention during science class. The Richter scale. Anyway, that is a scale that measures uh, the size of earthquakes. Size of um, yes. But this earthquake is a comedian, a uh, legendary comedian, let me say. Uh, anyway, one of his old jokes on Comic View was, <laughs> what they going to do next? They going to start charging us for air. People going to be talking about, I want to put my air in my mama name. <laughs> so, yeah. They start breathing slow to try to save money. That's what I think of when I think of that, because that's the same, but it's like, the best things in life are free. It's like, well, really think about what's free, man. You Not know, a lot. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's easy for Phil to say we give it in for free because Phil has got no kids. But I got a kid, and he's got to go to college. So this thing blows up. Y'all going to have to start paying. I'll, if Phil don't want his money, I will take it and put it somewhere for him. But uh, hey, it's got to come up, man. But let's talk about it, bro. You are just getting back into town, Mr. Jet Setter. You went to L.A. to take care of some business. How was L.A.? Uh, L.A. was good. Unfortunately, it's some business I can't fully discuss yet, but in upcoming episodes, we will discuss, uh, you know, the details of such. But I had a good time. Got to check out uh, the comedy clubs and stuff were just reopening. Like, I think they just opened like, what did I get there? Thursday or I got there Friday and they said they just reopened like Wednesday. So. I got to check out the comedy store a little bit. Got to check out the Laugh Factory a little. Uh, you know, COVID restrictions had everything real tight. So I just barely squeezed into both of them and got to check it out. You know, L.A. comedy clubs are different vibe than New York. Like, they have doormen. Yeah, that is weird. And um, they're also very much spread out. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just... The comedy store is near Laugh Factory, but like if you wanted to go to like, um, there's another. The Improv yeah. is right off Melrose. Right, but there's a button. What's one in Oakland? Well, yeah, those are far I out. I wanted to go you to Oakland. Get, I thought but, it was like Manhattan. But, but, but those are in separate cities, yeah. I mean. So, yeah, you know, it's just a different vibe because, like I said, the doorman in New York, you can pretty much just walk into a comedy club. Like, that's mm-hmm. the vibe. It's very much like a bar. Like an actual bar where you just walk in and kind of catch a vibe. But here they got the doorman. I guess with the exception of the cellar, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just walk in there. But 
every other club, Grizzly Pear, uh, Just walk right <laughs> New York Comedy Club. Suit yourself. Most of them do not have doormen. It's a very welcoming vibe. Don't they have a velvet rope at the Laugh Factory? I feel like I re- yes. if I remember correctly, there's a velvet rope yeah. and the guy lets you in. I remember there being there. I was there last time I was in L.A. was 2008, I believe. And this is hilarious, but I was at the Laugh Factory and obviously I was doing chocolate sundaes and they... uh the the guy they wanted to give it up for you know how sometimes they'll go we got some celebrities in the house we got some celebrities in the house right, right. give it up for two the two people and you're gonna die laughing one was you know AJ Johnson from Friday yeah yeah AJ Johnson had a brother that was doing comedy I don't know if he still is so they're like you know give it up for AJ Johnson's little brother Peanut Crack <laughs> Peanut <laughs> be making that up because he might not have been in the crowd i think he was going on stage and i just thought it was a funny intro like give it up for his little brother y'all know aj johnson everybody's excited aj johnson ezel's here well his little brother peanuts here (laughs) peanut johnson clap for peanut johnson i used to hate when the comics would do that man get ghosts to get up there Mm -hmm. i've got a special guest i'll go bring her up to y'all really get crazy come on yeah get crazy all right you see them here you see them there (laughs) y'all like where the hood at yeah well give it up because and he'd say somebody else's name yeah and it's like oh what a letdown like i build it up like that (laughs) clap for drag on drag on's here like oh shit! I thought DMX was here. Oh, DMX. Um. So no. Uh, the other guy though was and this will make you laugh. Was he was in the crowd and this was not a comedian. The guy from Hell Date. Do you remember Hell Date on BET? Vaguely, I'm gonna have to look. This it was up. like a bad dating show. That's so like they some they would have you know. I guess it was a black version of. Uh, do you remember the show? I guess what Three's Company. Three's Company. Oh, what are those yes, shows called? Yes, yes, hell did. Here we go. Yeah, and there'd be a little devil would come out the back, and mm-hmm. like they would almost prank you on a date show. So like maybe you go out with a girl. Yeah, this came on the. All right, we got some noise here. Somebody's decided mm-hmm. to honk a lot. Oh, somebody money fell. They trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I think somebody just happy they got a car. This show was on the same time that Cedar was Cedar. Was Ooh, still on Cedar's TV. world, yeah, Ooh, hilarious. What y'all talking about? What y'all doing? Uh huh. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole era of BT. That. Oh my god. Even if like, okay, how do I say this? Even if we wanted to knock it, now it's dueling horns. It's dueling horns. I don't. I don't think it's coming. Keep going. I don't See, think it's why we need a doorman yeah. to go I, out there and say, "Cut the shit, yeah, man. We're trying to run a business here." You know what's funny is that they think that longer they lean on the horn that that's going to actually do something. And sometimes it's not do nothing but piss everybody yeah. off around it. Obnoxious. But, but no, that that was an era of BET that I guess as much as we want to shit on this era of TV. And when we get into it, of we say BET obviously now owned by MTV. Yeah, that was when it was owned by Bob Johnson. But you feel like in that era, they were at least creative with the programming of, okay, let's give a new show a try. If you watch BET now, all they do is rerun Martin and play Tyler Perry movies. And it's like, are y'all even trying with original programming? I I like BET back 
like in the 2000s. It, was, <laughs> it had a good run. I was I'm it had not a nice really, vibe. Because I feel like, like you said, a lot of its reruns in Living Color, Martin, maybe a couple. And of I love years. Martin, but you go, God damn! How many times can? How many times I got to see Shanae? I already know Shanae is showing up. I know about yeah, that. Yeah, you go, boy. Yeah. But can you get to stepping, please? Because like, uh, this ahead. is y'all need to pay somebody to do some sort of programming or take a chance on people. Yeah, so see this world that obviously I was a little virtual person, but somebody voiced it and got paid. I like to hits on the street. We talked to, that's what I was just hits about to street. say. Hits that, on the streets uh, was hilarious. That was cause he, he was, wasn't he, he was a comic. I don't think he was a comedian. something like that, but it was uh basically a punk kind of show. Yeah. Almost before punked. Yeah, where know. he would kind of walk around pranking people. You, Random questions. You won the ghetto sweepstakes, and he'd give people like a pack of weed, sweaty <laughs> ounce. Yep. And, I remember the whole hunter and a blunt. Yeah, he had all hunter. sorts of silly sketches, he'd man. He walk around and and try to interview like some of the the hoes in the street that mm-hmm. night. Crikey, look at this one. She's got a lot of hot heels. Oh, she's on the run. She's on the run. Let's see if we can catch her. These these women would just be running down the street in the hills. Some of them outside blocking the street right now. That's why those horns are going off like that. I hope y'all not hearing that. If you are, I'm sorry. We live in we live in New York. It's a we city. We live of in New York. Uh, you gotta check out uh, a dope song I love. ASAP Ferg. Uh, what is it called? Damn, it's one of Ferg's joints. Anyway, in the beginning, he says you gotta turn them headphones up. It's, uh, I'm recording in New York. New York don't know how to fuck it. Be quiet. It is just like yeah. <laughs> You never know when somebody gonna come through honking. Yeah, or yelling. But anyway, that that was in there, and then they would do these little spinoff shows of like whatever MTV was doing, but blacking up the name. Uh, true, true. Oh, oh, y'all got MTV Cribs? How about How I'm Living? <laughs> I remember How I'm Living. Coming to the house and see oh, man. Oh, y'all got the real world. Oh, we got College Hill. And it's oh, like, oh, College Hill. That was that's like two seasons. Just freshmen oh, fighting God. each other and yeah, really, that's all it really sleeping was. with each other and yeah. arguing. What which, was the BET version of um, so MTV had uh, Top Total Request Live and BET had 106 and Park. 106 and Park was dope. Yeah, though. that was a whole era. Did you ever go to that show? Which countdown shows have existed forever, which is funny in New York, moving to New York and you go to 106 and Park which 106th Street and Park, Park Avenue, Avenue and you go there's nothing here why is this show even called 106 and Park have you ever been inside have you been to the show 106 and Park no I never had been you been I did it once um, I was in the audience for like a Freestyle Friday mm. and you think it's live but sometimes they'll cut and retape segments because like this one guy was Freestyle Friday and it was terrible he was uh. like he stunk and they were like oh stop 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 <laughs> pull him aside and say hey man we can't air it we can't use none of that Jeez. gotta do it again and the producer goes to the crowd and like we need you guys to give us more energy like we're all like dude he sucked if you could maybe make him better that was a good like rap battle segment uh-huh. until it became popular and then they changed the format and they changed the format to uh, obviously uh, family friendly yeah. so there was no cursing no sexual innuendo yeah, they made and then it was just like that's rap battling uh-huh. what the fuck I'm supposed to say Look you, at his you, nice hairline. He, he's got really good credits. Your parents did a good job, fam. Mm-hmm. They raised you well with manners. Uh. But you're still not the man. Damn. 
<laughs> Oops. <laughs> because yeah, it was like remember Jen and yeah, uh yeah, yeah, Poster yeah, Boy, yeah, yeah. what was his name? Poster Boy got signed, I think. Yeah. So so dead. Jen got signed by Rough Riders. Yeah, it was it was Y'all gonna learn Chinese. He tried, didn't he? That was not a bad song. He ain't trying to lie. Y'all gonna learn Chinese. I think that's what hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure that's what he said, okay? Because I'm a DJ. I'm just emulating the record. I apologize if I said something. It's such a large demographic agents that you feel like they will have a representative right now. You may think he wasn't doing good here, but just imagine all the people who went and downloaded his song in, in China. But hold on, remember the um there was a dude on there that was blind named Blind Fury. Oh, yeah, Blind Fury. He yeah, was, yeah, he was yeah, killing yeah, yeah. cats. Remember him in the cypher? Yo, he yeah. He the, the cypher, man. Like, ah. mm-hmm. He was doing his thing. But, yeah, I always hate that. It's like when, as comedians, you read the frying print on some things, and it's like, no joking about this. No joking about disabilities. No joking about gay people. No joking about fat people. No joking about black people. No joking about white people. And you're like, well, what do y'all want me to talk about? Can't even talk about yourself. You found me in the audience and you told me I liked your set and now I'm here and you got all these restraints don't, on me. Don't talk about anything. Just stand there and stare at the camera. Yeah, it's just strange. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, and I always hate that, like when people do the whole Well, that joke, you can't do that joke. I had a uncle that died in a car crash that's not funny. It's like you could say that about anything. Yeah. You're doing jokes about eating food and how much you love eating oh, food. That's offensive. I, I ate food last night and it's, you know, you're not food. So you can't talk about food if you've never eaten it. I had an uncle that died from food. He had diabetes. <laughs> you're just going to do a joke about how much you love Taco Bell. That's funny. I remember seeing a Joan Rivers documentary and she was talking about like the disability. She was making a really funny joke about it. I can't remember what the disability was, but somebody was heckling her. He was like, not funny. My son has oh you know, my God. that disease. And do you know, you know, that is one person I don't want to ever be cursed out by, like an old Jewish woman like that. You ever get cursed out by an old Jewish woman? Mm-hmm. You know, she knows every curse word and pronounces every syllable. When I tell you she turned on the secular and cursed them out, you son of a bitch. My father has it. You think I can't talk about it? I don't know about it. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut well, that's mouth. the thing. It just becomes this sort of pissing match of like, you try to outsuffer somebody else? Yeah, and then it's just like, well, everyone suffers, you know, and knows someone that has yeah. something. So what are we supposed to do? Just not say anything? I do a joke about losing my hair and going bald. One one girl said, you know, her husband was there, and obviously he's got, you know. The joke is not about going bald. The joke is about guys who just have hair on the sides of like, why keep, why not just shave your head? Clean it all off. Right? Anyway, of course, this guy has that look, you know, he's got the horseshoe going. Yeah, he's got the horseshoe going. He doesn't get mad. His girlfriend does. Anyway, she called me and I quote, this is a quote. You're in here being baldest. I said, ma'am, that's not how it works. You can't just add an IST on the end of a word and then make it a thing as if there's some sort of support group for 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 men in the middle who 
have horseshoes going around their head. They just stand outside of clubs handing out hats. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You are included. We hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't hand out hats if you want them to not be ashamed. You would encourage them to say, that looks nice, but it's just like, ma'am, there is no such thing as a baldest. Your, your, your husband or whoever you're here with, he's not even upset. You're like making it all about him. Like this was on the set list, regardless of yeah. if he showed up tonight. You know, she probably was thinking about how she doesn't like that look on him. That's probably why it came out like that. It's crazy. She's like, I don't want. I want him to shave his head, but he won't do it. So then I make fun of it. And I'm like, oh, you, you, you think you're funny? Huh? Yeah, you're I don't even know. Guys? I think she just was one of those miserable people that we're talking about. Like, like this person that keeps that honking won't the horn. Get off the horn. You can stop it if you want and just. Nah, I'm not through it. It's, it's. Let me see. I don't think it's picking it up because. Yeah, no, it stopped. I mean, it's not picking it up. I'll stop talking and I'll watch the wave pattern. And oh, okay. You're scientific with yeah, this Yeah, man. I used to do the audio stuff. I would edit it. So I, I can, even if it, yeah, I can clean it up. Um, is that a hairstyle? I love it. Then an ambulance right behind right it. Right behind it. Is this is that a hairstyle still, by the way, the horseshoe thing? I mean, I feel like most men nowadays <laughs> just well, I think black men in particular, well, we roast each other. Like, we... Roast physical appearance, you know, the hairline is one of the most talked about roasts. I think we're very conscious of it. And then I think white guys are kind of allowed to walk around in this bubble, especially if they have money to where no one ever brings it up that John is just walking around like that. And I mean, there's no cure, really, which is hilarious to me, because it's like if you can fix a limp dick, if you can fix you, you name it, you can fix you can stop birth. You can't fix hair. Yeah. And then, you know, women have the wig, the weave, the whatever. So I think that's more acceptable for women. I would, You know what? I would do a wig. I would, like one of those. Oh, it? have you been seeing those clips yeah. of, like, the black man weave and stuff oh, where yeah. <laughs> some dude has the yes, uh, Sherman no. Hemsley and then he sits down and, and they, like, connect him? Well, I mean, there's all sorts of clips, but it's just funny because it's like, Oh, it starts these big fights in the comments. You want between. to talk about the fights? They're about to fight out there. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're yelling in Spanish. That's yeah, not fair. It's a lot of That's Spanish going on. But it is Cinco de Mayo, to be fair. Hilarious. So. Yes. That fight should come with captions. So maybe they're it. just... <laughs> right. Maybe they're just, you know, celebrating. Can you imagine if they dubbed this with English, like... Bad English actors. <laughs> what the fight would sound like? Hey, you stepped on my foot. Oh, you think you're funny? You want to go? Oh, <laughs> come on, buddy, put your dukes up. That's what. The, that's what the, the the subtitles. Yeah. And the captions would sound like they're really going at it out there. But yeah, um, black the hair. What do they call the hair pieces? Like the uh, Beijing now Beijing. with uh, Tory Lanez. <laughs> when he be sweating and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? It comes right off. I, I, you know. I'm going. The hairline's going, going. It's not uh, going yet. So, and then, you know, Tory Lanez and Safari had a joke, Gore, because they were like, yeah, they went to the same doctor, and I think Safari was bragging. Well, Tory only did it after I did it, and it's like, are we at this point yet? Are we this progressive that as black men, we're sitting here talking about getting our hair did? It's <laughs> just strange. And like spray uh, yeah. painted at that because I, you know the funny thing to me is everyone can see your before picture yeah. so it's just like 
got a hairline that quick. Like word. I, got, I, got, <laughs> I don't know, Phil. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of the Sharpie shape up. Oh, the Beijing. That's the Beijing. It's the spray paint. Yeah, I call it the Sharpie shape up. So not a fan. The um funniest thing on that one is um, do you remember the basketball player Carlos Boozer? Yes, and he was oh my god. Ah, he's the godfather oh god. of the Beijing hairspray you for gotta, men. You gotta do it progressively. You can't so, just you can't just jump from balls in one game <laughs> and then Lego. You gotta style. move it up like a quarter inch a day. Exactly. It's and then people it barely notice of like, wait. You gotta fade it in slow. It feels like it grew, but if you just show up, you know. <laughs> for training camp right, with right. no hair and then in the middle of game training one. camp game <laughs> one you know practice number two you already got a full head of hair it's and like hey the edges the edges are sharp man. so if y'all don't know and google this carlos boozer decided to play a basketball game he went from being bald-headed mm-hmm. shows up full head of spray-painted hair Woo. And it's like, you can't have thought this was going to go good. Nobody was going to notice. So, you know, quarter number one, he's got a full head of hair. Quarter number two, you can kind of see it running down his face. Like uh-huh. if a woman cries and her mascara leaks. He wasn't wearing a headband either. <laughs> quarter number three, you can see like it was halfway gone. And by quarter four, he yeah. was back bald headed again. Hilarious. And just had this black oil running down his face. <laughs> And it was just funny of like, dude, what are you doing? Again, I'm not a fan of the Sharpie shape up. When it's gone, you got to give it up, okay? You can't be sitting in the barbershop chair with like rulers. And well, you know why it strikes me as weird is because we grew up in the 90s. Me and you, obviously, we're a few years apart. But bald was the cool thing in the 90s. Black and bald. My dad was bald. Michael which Jordan. My dad, and yeah, obviously, Michael Jordan should come before my dad. Hilarious. They're like, yo, dad, nigga. Nobody cares about him. <laughs> anyway, I said this to say, no, he was in the military, and okay. he would go overseas, and, you know, they'd never seen nobody tall and black, so he'd say they'd be like, Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, no, no. And Michael Jordan wouldn't be in the U.S. Army or military in the Air Force. I'm clearly wearing a uniform. I'm not him, man. But just black and bald. Anyway, so yeah, starting with Michael Jordan. Then you had Tupac. R. Kelly that I didn't think had hair for years. And then, like, he went opposite. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, oh, you're 50 with braids. Well, I remember he used to have the, the bandana um, in the bald head. Mm-hmm. You didn't mention Onyx either. Onyx, Onyx Tupac. Yeah, Onyx, Tupac. Onyx. So it was cool. And then so now for me to see these guys almost ashamed to be bald is like hair's for broke niggas. You got money, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think a girl care because you bald? Oh, my God. So now it's making me realize that men have changed. Like, we're insecure. A little bit. Like, look, man. And I mean... You from Brooklyn. This is going on heavy, obviously, due to uh, Pop Smoke. So we'll say R.I.P. Pop Smoke. But Dior, that he would rap about Dior a lot to where I'm on the streets now looking. And you see like a dude that's got his T-shirt tucked into his belt. And, you know, the belt is Dior. And you're going, when the fuck men start wearing design? Like, when, when I came up, my father... Same thing, back to him being overseas. Uh-huh. He would get my mother like Louie and Coach be cut and send it when he was stationed overseas. So he might be overseas for, you know, three, four months, you know, 90-day tours or whatever. And he would send back 
because he's in Korea. They make Louis or whatever in Korea. It's mad cheaper. Yeah, everybody got it. And I mean, she still got these bags and stuff to this day, but it's like, I just never, when I was growing up, designer was for women. Right, now I get you. So so now I'm seeing the dudes. Puffy was the one who brought that in. Well, well, rappers always would kind of mention it, and I guess you you are referring to maybe the Dapper Dan kind of era, but that was very like in the 80s, late 80s, drug dealer, crack era, big gold ropes and all that, right? But we weren't in that era. We talking late 90s, early 2000s. So now for me to see dudes walking around in uh, Balenciaga shoes, it's just like... What you go, you know, for us or for me growing up anyway, we wore the basketball shorts underneath our real clothes just in case we got challenged on the way home to a game. You didn't want to be the one saying, oh, I would have killed you if I didn't have on my jeans or oh, I would have killed you if I didn't have on my dress shoes. So now when I see these little dudes in Balenciagas, I'm thinking. What if somebody challenged you right now, like one on one? You gonna hoop in some Balenciagas? Like, get a life, bro. It, it just is funny to me. I feel like the dudes want to look like the girls a little bit. And it's it's they, weird. They want to look good and feel good, but I can't. I never did the basketball shorts under the jeans. I just played in the jeans. In my jeans. Oh, yeah. That's the Jamaican in you. No, no, I'm Trinidadian. Trini. And, and, that's uh, the Trini in you. That's people in Brooklyn played in jeans and Tim's. Nobody cared about. Oh, you know, okay, yeah, I care about York. things like breaking ankles. You know, See, I wore. I, I lived in Indiana, which is a serious hoop town. Oh, Ho- yeah, yeah. Hoosiers, Hoosiers, Reggie Miller, all that type stuff. Larry Bird, you know what it is. Yeah. And then I lived in South Georgia, and yeah, it was hot down there. Y'all so jeans. you wasn't too much hooping in no jeans. Hold on, let me get my my pants off first, and you just kind of drop them right there. Well, that was that was the way of uh, you know bragging rights or getting girls. Then so. Your hoop game had to be nice. So now, like I said, when I see these dudes, I'm thinking, so your man's and them got a little three-on-three. You know, it's five people. They need one. They call you over. You got on Balenciaga shoes with a Dior belt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like the absurdity of, like I said, you dressing. And and then that's where I start to get frustrated, too, because we've had these conversations about supporting black and being black and black owned and you say damn we are the number one consumers man when you really look at it like like if i'm being real telling you about south georgia telling you about indiana i grew up around some poor white people you don't see nobody white with a fucking dior belt you you in the fucking project with a dior belt the priorities got to get straight. Now, let's be clear. I don't want to. I don't want to get in the police and the rich uh, or the poor. I'm sure there's something that I own, like that someone would say. Well, for, per your tax bracket, you shouldn't have thing X. But I just think it's a little ridiculous. I'm just curious what that thing is. What's that thing? Oh, I'm sure. Like, okay, there was a Republican politician in Ohio. I can't remember his name, but he said these people don't have health care, but they have iPhones. And everyone lost their shit. And it's like, I wouldn't agree with him, but you do at a certain point say to yourself, all of these iPhones are running about 800. So when you when you get down to the fact that, you know, what's crazy is, OK, so like a Blackberry, right? Let's go back a little. 
BlackBerry became the popping phone because the stock traders and the tech guys were using it. So when you get down to a phone that has 80 features on it, but you only using two at a point, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it becomes too whatever. So there is something to the fact that. No, he ain't wrong. I do agree. He ain't wrong. Like, I feel like if you're living in public housing and you pull up and you got a 22020 range with rims and stuff, what are you doing? Who are you, you know? Who are you doing that for? Everybody else here, you know, is struggling. Like, you want people to see you got money so you can Which get that's one of those things like the boondocks where the guy goes, Riley's talking about having a chain so he can basically stun on people. And Huey says, so you equate your own self-worth with how much hate you can get from another man, you know, basically. And it's like, yeah, some of these people at a certain point, it's like, you know, I always call it Project Logic. And I'll say that because I'll say that because no one's more judgmental than people that live in the projects and by that I don't mean actually live in the projects I'll say no one's more judgmental than poor people my grandmother used to say it I mean she was from Memphis Tennessee old south south racism Jim Crow era and she would say nothing a nigga with a nickel hates more than a nigga with a dime and you see it a lot because you see two people could live right next door to each other in the projects, but one person has the new J's, and they look over at the other person as in to say... He's wearing them Jordan, them Jordan number twos? Look at this poor motherfucker, which <laughs> shouts out to uh, Guy Tory, but I think he has a joke, Guy Tory, that he said, black people spend all their money trying to look rich, and he says, white person, a white man will just wear a pair of Reeboks for years till they get old and rusty. He said, a white man will wear a pair of Reeboks till they just say okay. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's, I've never seen Bill Gates in anything designer. Like, I've never seen Bill Gates wearing, like, Gucci or, like, you know, Balenciaga. Anything well, like that's what I was going to say. Per, per the larger conversation, we... wearing the same suit he got hired in. Per the larger conversation, you do have to say, are we going forwards or backwards? I mean, when you have all this um, controversy this summer, Black Lives Matter, da-da-da-da-da, you know, at a point... I think Gucci released a statement or what did Gucci do? They did something, which is like for years, these people have kind of told us like, eh, I didn't really make that for you. And actually you're dragging down the value because when Tommy Hilfiger did it, when the soccer mom from the Upper West Side sees you in it, now she doesn't want it anymore. Ew, Phil is wearing that? Oh, God. Which is a subconscious thing, but we all do it. You know, we have our bias sure. to where we go, oh, that nerd's wearing it. I don't want to fucking wear it no more. But I said, said all that to say, back to the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. you're wearing Sean John. You're wearing Rockaware. You're wearing FUPU. Mm-hmm. So now it makes me feel old to go, Dior. <laughs> And, and I mean, we were wearing brand names. Yeah, but it wasn't. No- but we weren't wearing like designer yeah, brand was names. Around back then too, we couldn't afford it. But uh, well, again, like I said, to some of these conversations, it's like you screaming "Black Lives Matter" with a Dior belt on, of like, hilarious. of like, do you know who that is and what that goes back to? Yeah, what they stand for? That's like even with the uh, you know, the royal family and all that stuff. To where some of these girls, you know. Very rare, but some black women, you'll see them talking about it, and it's like, do you know that, like, that's the original racist slave trade, like... <laughs> you go back to 
generation. Original racists. Couldn't even like, work in the factories. And then even when they talk about the patriarchy, it's like, how you in love with the royal family then? Mm-hmm. Which is just like, yo, which do you realize that is um that dude's life is literally coming to America? The prince or whatever, Harry. Prince Harry. Oh yeah. yeah it's yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to America. He meets a girl that's not royal, falls in love with her, denounces his own um royalhood or royalty or whatever yeah, the fuck gave, gave it up. and leaves went, the country. It's literally country. coming to America with a white dude. That that is that is hilarious, Phil, and I hope that makes it to your set at some point. You know? Perhaps. But yeah, it's that just is, it's just funny at a point. You know, for the black community, you go, are we moving forwards no, no, we're moving backwards. or backwards? Uh, because, like I said, we we were buying Sean John. We were buying FUBU. We were buying... Remember we bought bum equipment? Remember bum equipment? Carl Kanai, you know? Yeah, I was, well, I was a big Carl Kanai fan. Because John Wallace is where... So now to see kids, you know, lusting over Balenciagas, which I laugh because it's like, like I said, the two demos, you see... You know, the soccer mom from the Upper East Side is wearing a pair of Balenciagas, but she's got a doorman the whole nine. So it seems like it fits the picture. It seems like it fits the picture. And then you get a girl on the train with a pair of Balenciagas staring you down like, look at this broke nigga. And it's like, (laughs) ma'am, ma'am. We're on the same train. We're on the same train. We're on the same train. So let me ask you this, Phil. So you went to L.A., you out there. What else? Did you do anything else, or you just kind of went and visited the legendary comedy spots? And um... I just ate. I just enjoyed the uh, fresh air, man, and like the you know, it's just the change of scenery. Like you know, yeah, I saw your pictures GPS, on GPS. You might have a wait. Hold on, I saw your pictures on Instagram at I am Phil Hunt. There's a plug for his Instagram. Mm-hmm. The Avery Mason on Twitter, uh, Avery Mason official Instagram. But if you follow Phil, he posted a picture of his L.A. outfit because the, what he's wearing right now, what he normally wears in New York, was nothing like his L.A. outfit. He had a, like a, he looked like he went to the Gap and hooked himself up. He had a nice pastel colored shirt, right? Nice yeah. blue denim jacket. I did a little something. I, I might have had on some Dior out there. That's <laughs> Dior socks. <laughs> Beauty Dior is the only Dior we acknowledge. Oh, that's true. true. (laughs) Shouts out to Beauty Dior if she's listening. Yeah, I know she's listening. Gotta be somehow, some way. Uh, Google Beauty Dior if you want to. Just make sure your wife's not around or or no kids are watching. If you do, when your wife's around, you are cruising for a bruising. Beauty Dior over Christian Dior all day. And my middle name is Christian. Yeah, it is. Christian, what, you, what was your name on? Can, can you say your name on Facebook? It is Philip Christian Michael Hunt, he was, folks. He was Christian Michael for a good six months. Yeah, I had to get off the radar, you know. Hilarious. Child support was after me. Child support. And they seen I had on the Dior in L.A. They said, what's going on, bro? You trying to... No sense. You acting different. I, I feel like there's another comedian who has a joke about people trying to out-suffer each other. I think Chris Spencer mm-hmm. has a very funny joke about how Niggas in the hood always try to outsuffer. And I was, when I was six group of the projects, we didn't have no heat, man. And we lived on the twenty fifth <laughs> floor. Oh man, 
y'all we lived in the same projects. I didn't even have heat. We didn't have food, and I lived on the thirtieth floor. Hilarious. Everything, everything's always the higher you go. The, the I don't know if you've seen <laughs> Mor- Mortal Kombat yet. Suffering. Have you seen Mortal Kombat yet? The remake? Yes, I've seen yeah, it. I, what did you think? I okay, it. I loved it too. I mean, I'm a fan of the game, yeah, so didn't make some things didn't make a lot of sense, but they were. I was like, they're true to the. I game. mean, you see the Super Nintendo. It's Mortal yeah, Kombat yeah, three yeah. in the deck right now, so. Uh, you know, I'm a fan, and yeah, I, I the smoke. I see you lining up. You're, you're cruising for a bruising. You cruising that game for the bruising. You, okay, that, that was good. So no, to your point about uh, Chris Spencer's joke is, um, Jax in the movie, he talks while he fights, and he tells Sub Zero, "I did three world tours, motherfucker." That's right. I and it's just like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that before he gets his ass beat, which is just funny. He gets his arms frozen. Oh, God. Which, you know what made me laugh is, I don't know if you remember the original Jax, MK2. Mm-hmm. He, his finishing move is he rips off people's arms. Yeah, that was... That so was, I was like, why is he getting his arms ripped off? I did like when he smashed the guy's head. I did not yeah. think they were going to go that far, but they did. It was almost like cartoony mm-hmm. over-the-top because I'm like... And he yelled out some old black exploitation shit before he did that. Freeze, sucker! That's right. That's right. <laughs> Splat. He, he very much had the vibes of uh, what's the joint with Michael Jai White? Oh, uh, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Yeah, that character felt like it was Black Dynamite. I love Black Dynamite. I think you should go check it out if you get a chance. Um, yeah, that's one of the funniest movies. It is. Low it key. really is. The, did you see the cartoon? No, I didn't see the cartoon. I feel like I've seen it once or twice, but never got into it. It's pretty good. It's either that or I recommend if you want to watch some more black programming, Afro Samurai. Okay. You got to get into it. Sam Jackson. That's the only reason I watched that show, because Samuel L. Jackson was like his, you know, the hype man for the black samurai. The black samurai never spoke. And then Sam Jackson would be like, oh, nigga, you cut that nigga. I'm dead. Look at his head rolling on the ground. That's why you like he do shit. Yeah, like, Don't yeah. fuck with him. So he was basically right? the hype man. Yeah, 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 yeah. For us, black samurai. For black samurai. Only oh. thing I want. Oh, he's gonna kick your ass. You sure? For you us and our cartoons is to take black off of them and take afro off of them. It's just like, yo, can we just be samurai? Can we just be dynamite? So you, just, you just you just want Panther from Wakanda. You just yeah. It's like why every black character got to have a black on his I mean, name. Technically, Panthers are black, so saying Black Panther is not really that bad. But I guess but it's redundant. It's yeah. like you know saying Yellow Lion. It's like yeah, we know lions are yellow. You don't have to add the color. You know. That's funny. It's just into the dragon, not into the Asian dragon or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. Can we just have superheroes like I enjoyed Luke Cage? You're you're in Luke Cage, right? On Netflix. Luke Cage on Netflix, yeah. Which episodes? Let them know. I don't remember the episodes, but I know I did like I was on there for like two seasons. So yeah, our friend here, Avery Mason, host of this podcast, was on Luke Cage. So the comments that are reflected here are that. Those of Phil Hunt, not you know, Avery's. We want to keep him in I, SAG. I'm still in SAG. I'm we want to keep him strong. working. I'm not as strong in Hollywood. I don't think. I that. enjoyed the show. I'll say that, especially parts where you got beat up at. Hilarious. Those were my favorite scenes. So now he doesn't get beat up in this. Do you don't get beat up in this one, do you? No, not looking. No. Okay, but you're there being big. There was a threat. Of being intimidating. There was a threat of violence, but I walked away. You're there being big, being intimidating to mm-hmm. to the point at which I, I think I've explained on the show. I get jealous of Avery because his height gets in parts. 
And I feel like if we're going to have Lizzo and we're going to have these old body, you know, what did she say the other day? Lizzo said body shaming and fat phobia is like racism. And all the black people went, hey, bitch, have a seat. Like, have two seats. You're going to need two. You're wide. Anyway. Anyway. I feel like it's all bullshit because there's no equality for short people. I don't get to, you know, hey, that's body shaming. Y'all, y'all not going to cast me as security? While our friend Avery, who is, what, 6'3"? 6'4". Don't take an inch. I always himself. take an inch take from him. Super paws. I always <laughs> take an inch from him. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he's 6'4", and he's been security for Luke Cage. Yeah. He's been security for Punisher. Yeah. He's been power, security yeah. for Power, for Ghost and Power, and Tommy, too. Yeah. And my little 5'5 five, five ass has been security for no one. But if I was a woman, I'd get to get online and cry and be dramatic and go to Lakers games and have my ass out. I would! And people would support it. You can be a security guard if you're 5'5". You're just going to have to be for somebody that's shorter. For children? At the play place, you're a crossing guard. <laughs> At the play place, they're like, we only, we know only children gonna come in here. Be all you can be, Phil. Then like a seventh grader comes. But anyway, back to my original point. And her name would be Big Lizzo if she oh. was a man. If she was a superhero. Fat Joe, big, big Punisher, mm-hmm. Biggie Smalls. She cries a lot. Her name be Big Lizzo because people don't give a fuck about how men feel. Anyway. Wow, yes. Anyway. We accept what we are. Like and, I, and listen, I like Lizzo. I, I spend that money. Absolutely. I wear Lizzo out. I, I, I like Lizzo. I, I make her sit down. <laughs> anyway, but my point is, her personality at times is annoying. But it's that she always cries and tries to make fat into some sort of disability, to which it's not. Nah, fat ain't a disability. It's, nah. just a, it's a temporary condition. And if people got to, I feel like people should accept, like, look, you're big. When well, I was a kid, they used to, remember how I used to give you your nickname? Mm-hmm. Like you said, like I was, you know, I was really skinny, but I was really dark skinned. So they just called me Black Kev. Mm-hmm. Not black because, you know, I was dangerous. Just black because I was dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Great care about it. Black camera. We don't see him. He was there two seconds ago. I'm right here. Can't see him. Where you at? Right. Or like a nigga that's play. called Smokey. It's like that. You get that name because you're dark. You know that I only got to play pickup in the middle of the day. I could never play pickup at night. <laughs> I, never wanted, I never got picked. That was the struggle. Let me ask you a... But, hold on. I wanted to say, before, what was I ranting about? Oh, Luke Cage and how our characters always named black. So, Luke Cage that doesn't have black in front of his name, but he has Cage as a last name, my brother. What do you think that represents? Ask yourself, who put him in the cage? Mm -hmm. You must ask yourself those questions. So, no, Luke Cage... He got his powers in prison, and I just was like, come on, man. Yeah, they experimented on him. He got his yeah. powers in Seagate. That's the Tuskegee experiment, nigga. That's too much. That's too real. We can't get bit by a spider. <laughs> nope. He got to be break- what, what, what was it? He was like a, a bouncer or something, too, like for the crime mob or something. Like, he was like a- Listen, I don't even know, but when they were like, he got his power there, I said, we can't just get bit by a spider like everybody else the government running experiments on us. You couldn't just get it like Wolverine. The Tuskegee Project like all over again. What a Wolverine like Luke Cage do. They experimented on Wolverine. He didn't get it in prison. He was in the military. That's true. 
he was in the military and you know it took a little whatever and whatever and he don't got the story why is his name cage brother why he can't just be luke that's why he'll never be free. He'll never be free. Uh-huh. Right, but what was you saying? My fault. I'd be going on tangents. That's all right, brother. I'm with you. I'm here for the ride. So I was thinking you've inspired me to start a new game show, and we're going to call this game show Betty White. Okay. Right? I'm going to read you some crimes that actually happened. This is not me making the shit up or fucking around. I'm going to read you the crime. Based on the facts and the evidence, you're going to deduct whether that criminal is, in fact, white by saying Betty White. Okay. And if he's black, maybe you say for uh, Mo Dollars. What would Mo Dollars say? <laughs> Come on. Oh, that had to be us. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't have been no nickels. <laughs> <laughs> nickels ain't taking no kids. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, is there other? Because I want to make sure other right, so demographics give, of crime you, okay, are covered. I'll, I'll give you that option if you want to say other. What do you What do you got for other? So we got no, we just want to be inclusive. We want to make sure our Hispanic listeners know that they also commit crimes. A- Asians as well, yeah, of course. Got robbed by uh, Pacific Islanders. Um, you name it. That's that's that'd be a stretch. Indians, stretch. East Indians, Africans. We want to make sure everyone's included. Included. You just have to listen to the clues and you just uh, have to figure out if people wear hair only in the middle, people wear hair only on the sides. We'll make sure we cover our demos here. I want nobody calling me bald. Oh, again. don't forget about people with the disabilities. Like if you got one leg shorter than the other. Facts. You know? Wayne head. Limpers. Remember yeah. Wayne head back in the day? The cartoon? Wayne Wayne head. He had the <laughs> the boot on his leg. That's an old cartoon. Go Google that. Wayne. All right, Phil, you ready for your first uh, question? Now, remember, if the thing is white person, say Betty White. Thing is black. Okay. Right? And then other. You got chapters, all right? So we got uh, William Rose allegedly told police that he wanted to take his dog for a walk one last time before throwing him in the dumpster. A Texas man who initially claimed that his dog had died from depression has been charged this week with animal cruelty for allegedly strangling his dog to death. Oh, man. Um, An unnamed neighbor told police that they observed him carrying his dead dog by the neck. When the neighbor approached him, Rose allegedly claimed that his dog, Rocky, had died, but that he was taking him for a walk one last time. Uh, (laughs) When police and representatives from Animal Care Services spoke to him about the situation, he claimed the dog had died from depression. However, the results of the necropsy completed the following month suggested the animal died from asphyxiation. Mm. Uh, That's a fancy word. Oh, yeah, for strangling. Asphyxiation. It makes you think it has something to do with the ass because the ass... It's on there as a prefix. Asphyxiation. When I see women wearing tight jeans, it definitely has asphyxiation. (laughs) That's the right way to use it. Probably Dior jeans, though. All right, Phil. (laughs) So, based on the facts of the crime here, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Come on. What race is that? When you say your dog's depressed, you already know, man. You Betty White, one of them damn golden girls, boy. Yeah, there you go. One of the bros, you're correct. Oh, he's, bro, he's he the bro, too. He got the hoodie on. Yeah, or no, yeah. they call it a bro. Where's my sweatshirt? Bro. Black people call it a hoodie. White people be like, where's my sweatshirt? You know, Trayvon Martin. <laughs> Trey, he out on a hoodie. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff they take away from us that we can't do. Those thugs, they wear hoodies. Mm. Man, you see a white bro. It's sweatshirt. No he's in college. When I was in college, I was, that was all I wore, too, a sweatshirt. He ever got shot. 
Um, it has something too. Black folks supposedly got powers in December, mm-hmm. and maybe the cops found out and thought we all wished for, to be bulletproof. I shot him seven times. He's not going down. Wait, 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 wait. No, he's down. I thought I thought he was bulletproof. What the hell? Um, that's something I'm working on. Ready for your next question. Man who posed as a special needs patient so nurses would change his diaper sentenced for perverse deception, which I didn't know that was a crime. Poses as special needs patient so Maybe. nurse will change his diaper? Yeah, basically like Johnny Knoxville in that movie where he played, he, he pretended he was in the Special Olympics. Kind of like that. Poses a yeah. special needs patient. I'm going to skip reading his name because it might. Diaper. I'm going to skip reading his name because it might give it away. I definitely feel like ain't no self respect. Couldn't have been no necklace. <laughs> ain't no self respecting black man going to pose as no special ed student just to get his diaper changed. Oh, man. If you can think of all that, you'd have changed your own motherfucking diaper. You wouldn't even been in no diaper. You'd be like, God damn. Change the diaper himself. Couldn't have been no nuts. That's what I'm going with. That's definitely right, so Betty White. Before you hit, sorry. So even before you hear the story, you're confident that there ain't no man, no brother or yeah. sister. We ain't wearing no diapers. Dang. And if we do, they gonna be Dior diapers. Go. We gonna be in in fashion. Gonna be Chanel. They gonna have on a diaper with a Dior belt wrapped around it. I'm still <laughs> swagging out uh, this month. Yeah, a Chanel. Scar- oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah, White. Guy. Betty White. It's probably, it looks like the guy that peed in the car if he had to argue with his girlfriend, that guy we talked about. So that's like, um, did you see this? And I mean, maybe you didn't see this. So let's let's pause right there for a minute and let's do a Phil tangent. Um, okay. No, Phil, let's call it a Phil tantrum. Go ahead. Tangent. Because it's, you know, we veer a little. Okay. And, but we come, we always come back to a place. You always understand why I went where I went. Okay. So to that point. No GPS. We're gonna just there's this um, video of this white guy. He worked in a hotel. It went viral like maybe a week or two ago. You guys can Google this. He is talking to this black customer. The races are important because we're talking about race right now. And at some point, you know, he freaks out and he's on his job. The white guy Mm -hmm. behind the computer in a hotel. He's supposed to be doing customer service, checking this guy in. There's some sort of issue with the black guy's reservation. At some point, the white guy just freaks out and, like, starts, like, banging his head into the computer and slamming his hands on the keyboard. And then he's, like, doing this thing of, like, almost like Tourette's or, like, like, that kind of thing. Banging his head on the computer. The black guy just calmly films him, puts it online, whatever, whatever. Anyway, long story short, the Internet comes back with that guy is bullying him. And then they go, that guy has a disability. And I'm still looking like, is that all you got to do? Because I think if you reverse the roles of race there, this story is completely different. To where I'm like, is it that good to be a white dude that you get to like bark at customers and bang your head on a computer? Like, I, I don't want to shit on nobody with a disability, mm-hmm. which which it's like, whose disability is that? Right. That they bang their head on computers and bark at customers. Mm. But it's like, uh, if it's that deep and you do have a disability like that, I, I, I want you to be employed. But uh, put him in the back. He don't need to be the face of your service. They can flip the burgers. But I'm looking because then they started to go fund me and started. For who? For the white guy. Then I'm like. 
Is, what? Again, is it that good to be white that you get to go fund me, you get to bark at customers, and you get to bang your head on a computer? Well, they do make excuses for the white guys, like the guy who yeah. shot, shot uh, the nail spot, and the cop was like, it's, hey, you know, you just had a really bad day. You it's, know? it's easy to see how we get there, though, because you say to yourself, well, surely if I can bark at a customer on camera, bang my head on the computer 19 times, and then the general public can leave and come back with, oh, well, he's got a disability. Then why can't I shoot 45 people at a country music concert in Las Vegas? Jesus. That dude broke the record. <laughs> you know, and then they got to stop publicizing this stuff because at a point it does become, yeah. oh, I, I want to break his record. Was it you who said that in, when these things happen in Europe, they don't? They don't publish mm -hmm. names, that, you know. That, they don't because you create a you create a um you know I want to be I want to break Kevin Mason's record or Avery Mason's record you know and that happens. But I said all that to come back to you know when you see that kind of thing, then when you hear this guy, what did he do? He he faked. He wore a diaper he like he was special to get somebody to change him. Like, just to get yeah, someone to change him. Special, he get some, he want to change his own shit, which is crazy anyway. You know, and it's like at yeah. a certain point. <laughs> With all the sympathy, that it's just like grow like, your ass up. I feel like sometimes they try to make different, like they try to make up different disabilities to cover people's bad behavior. Right, just like this guy, well, you know, he had, you know, he had a thing for his mother. He missed out on his childhood, so mm -hmm. he dresses up in diapers. He likes people to change in life. Well, yeah, we we're allowing people to basically stay in a state of childhood, like a uh, what do they call it, sort of arrested development. You know, where people. Yeah, are basically playing in our face at a certain point of like, bro, you know damn well, <laughs> you know, there's, there's either something wrong with you or there's not, meaning you're not coming in and out of consciousness. And that's what I'm saying for this guy that's banging his head on the computer are like, hey, man, I've been in customer service. I've gotten heated with customers. Luckily, we didn't have these cell phones and these yeah, cameras. Yeah. Oh, my God. But there's a way to deal with that and to kind of say, I've told people, hey, motherfucker, this, what you doing right now, that's above and beyond my call of duty. I'm going to go ahead and take a lunch and let somebody else deal with your ass yeah. and, and walk off scene. You know what's funny? Uh, I had a situation in customer service like that. This lady... I used to work for Enterprise, mm -hmm. and I remember this lady came in. It was me. There's th there were three black workers in there, right? Myself and two others. This lady comes in, has a reservation. All right, cool, no problem. Fill up the car. Okay, ma'am, what's the first thing you need when you want to rent a car? You need a, uh, you need a, what, a debit card and what else? A driver's license. Exactly. She's like, oh, hey, I don't have my driver's license. I say, ma'am, no problem. We'll have one of our associates here take you back to your house, get your license, get you set up. Oh, uh, I'm not getting in the car with anybody I don't know. Uh-oh. And I'm looking at her like, okay. okay. Then how do you expect to rent the car? She's like, look, you're going to give me the car. <laughs> this white lady, yes, you're going to give me the car. I'm going to set it up, give you my car, I'm going to pay. I'll go home and get my license and bring it back. And I'm like, so I'm going to give you a $35,000, $40,000 car, not know who you are. Trust that that's your credit card you're giving me. And expect you to come back and um, mm -hmm. rent it. Well, I'm not getting in the car with anybody I don't know. Like, so but I, you can take a car yeah, from someone right. you don't know. Exactly. All of that seems just as shady yeah. to me. It, you don't know. I could have stole this car and handed it to you. Exactly. So then I'm like, all right. Well, I pull out the. You know, you, 
you gotta pull out. You gotta be cool. You pull out the the customer service rules and all that. Mm-hmm. Show it to her. I pull it up on the paper and I'm showing it to her. She slaps it out of my hand. She says, "You're not gonna tell me you can't think outside of the box on a piece of paper." <laughs> now I'm looking at this bitch like, "Okay, you're really pushing your luck." Because I'm trying to be cool, but you're, you're annoying me. So one of the other workers was like, "No, no, no. Let's look. Let's call another office and have them talk to her and explain to her." I'm like, "Why the fuck would we do that?" We all work in the same company. These are the rules of the same office. So I said, I said, put the phone down. I looked this lady in her face. I'm like, miss, you know what? We've been, we've been trying to be nice to you. We've been trying to work with you, but you're not being nice to us. And you're not, you're not giving us the same respect we're giving you. So you know right. what? You have a reservation. You had a reservation. Go take that. I didn't say shit, but I was basically like, go take that to some other office. Oh, you better than me. And then I her whole the attitude changed. She was like, no, no. Please come on, come on, and, I, and then I felt bad, and I put the reservation back, but I made her go all the way to Coney Island, and we were in Park Slope, and I made her go to Coney. She's like, "How am I gonna get there?" I said, "Well, the, the bus is right you there." You better the find Coney. a like, roller coaster from Coney Island that goes out yeah. there. <laughs> the people are so there's so many fucking problems. Well, what I experienced and what I noticed, and I mean, I uh, I when I was 19, I worked for ADT. I worked for cable companies installing cable. Mm-hmm. Then I went into basically appliance delivery for Lowe's. Can you help me get some free Cinemax? <laughs> Cinemax? What year is this? Is that <laughs> shit still going? Or is that an, an app? Hey, after 9 p.m. it turns up. I'm trying to get Skinemax. That. Hilarious. You know, um, BET Uncut. Yeah, because Cinemax. Skin everybody called it Skinemax. Was that the one Red Shoe Diaries was on? Yes, yes. Red Shoe Diaries. old school, like PG porn. Yeah. Before I discovered BET Beauty Uncut. Dior. No, you got to go BET Uncut. Don't mm-hmm. yeah, I go ahead. So, you, you were so, yeah, I was in service in people's homes anyway. What I discovered was, and I mean, basically just people. Um, it's two types of people you want to deal with, right? Poor people and rich people are the same person. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the middle is cool. Hey, brother, uh, you going to carry a refrigerator upstairs for me? Dope. Uh, before y'all even get out the truck, here's some water. Mm-hmm. Here's $20 for lunch for both of you. I appreciate that. You know, the dudes always will feel bad, so they'd always give you some sort of excuse for why they couldn't help. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I just had surgery on my back yeah, you know, about two years ago, so <laughs> I can't really help. And you go, there's two of us. This, we didn't. That wasn't the thing we were going to do, sir. That's liability What's issue. issue? Or, issue. you know, women right, didn't right. feel no guilt at all. <laughs> they didn't provide no excuse for why they weren't helping. Like, yeah, In you, fact, you take that upstairs. I'm about to make this worse for you because I'm going to tell you how you're going to do it. And you go, how you telling me how to do some shit you never did, man? <laughs> get your ass back here and give us a hand. If you just turn it this way. Yeah, but I, I like poor people and rich people. Feng shui. It's got to feng shui the window. Because poor people and rich people, because they're the same person. So rich people... Before you even got out the truck. Yeah, man. I just got these new floors. Don't break nothing. Don't damage nothing. Let me take a look at it. Turn it around. Flip it upside down. Hold up. Why does it look like that? Well, go get my magnifying glass. Hold up. Turn on the light. Let me look at it. They're always trying to find a discount. Oh, hold up. What's that? That look like a little scratch on the bottom. You go, who going to see the bottom? It's a refrigerator stand right side up. Well, I just seen it. Think you better call your man and you can get 20% off? There you go. Same shit a poor person does. Hey, 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 now hold up, brother. What's going on right there? That look like some bird shit on the box. Wait, they store them out back. Well, they shouldn't have stored mine out back. 
I got kids. You gonna bring that shit in here around my kids? Well, sir, we gonna take it out of the box. Yeah, but you should have cleaned the box before you bought it. Hey, call your manager. I want 30% off. Yeah. Same person. You come in the house. I just got new hardwood floors. Uh, hey, man, uh, I don't feel like that scratch was there on my floor before y'all came up in. Call your manager. I want 15% off. <laughs> or get me a new floor. Same thing with poor people. You go, ma'am, there's nothing in here for me to break. Everything was broken when I got here. <laughs> Nah, y'all broke this. Ma'am, we took pictures before we came in this raggedy motherfucker. Hold on one second. Hold on. Yeah, I know we, we approaching come, the clock. The shot clock's running out. We're not done yet, because you know what that means. 